Welcome. You are watching a short service of worship produced on behalf of Brighton Road Baptist Church in Horsham. We're producing these shorter video services uh, on the Sundays when our intergenerational service is taking place in our church building at Brighton Road, as these particular services are not being live streamed and we did not want you to miss out on these weeks in joining us for a time of praise, worship, prayer and hearing from the scriptures. We as a church, as part of a Bible series, are considering those who had encounters with Jesus. Today we're thinking about the official's son found in John's Gospel, chapter 4, verses 46 to 54. We shall consider this passage of scripture shortly. However, we begin with some words from one of the Psalms, Psalm 140, and in particular verses 6, 7, 12 and 13. The psalmist writes, I say to the Lord, you are my God. Hear, Lord, my cry for mercy. Sovereign Lord, my strong deliverer. I know that the Lord secures justice for the poor and upholds the cause of the needy. Surely the righteous will praise your name and the upright will live in your presence. Let us pray. Sovereign Lord, as we spend this time with you, we ask that you may be present with us. As we sing praises to you, may you be pleased with our hearts. As we listen for your voice, may we hear you clearly. As we seek you and your ways, may we discern your guidance for our steps. We give you our love and our lives this day. Amen. May each of us sing from the depths of our hearts and souls the greatness of God's name in our first hymn, Tell Out My Soul.
Let us pray. Almighty Lord, today we bring our praises and thanksgiving, but we are also aware of our great need and the great needs in our world. So we come to you, confessing our need of you, our need for forgiveness of sin, our need for help in how you have called us to live by your Spirit and by your Holy Word, our need for love for others who may not be easy to love or may have done us wrong. Father God, Spirit of God, come and meet our needs through the Lord Jesus Christ. Enable us to hear your call upon our lives and to know your love for each one of us. We pray for the great needs in our world, close to home and far away. We take a moment to remember those who are grieving, those in pain and distress, those needing help and comfort, those caring for and ministering to others. We pray for those parts of our world, in our nation and across the nations, where there is war or threat of conflict, where there is hunger and thirst, where there are injustices and wickedness. Lord, have mercy and raise up wise counsellors, deliverers, peacemakers. We pray for those who rule and govern, grant strength and grace in these and coming days. We humbly ask that you may use us and that through your people, your kingdom may come on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done in and through our lives and across the earth. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, Amen. The Lord God is the good shepherd in whom we place our trust. We sing together.
And now our scripture reading from John chapter 4, verses 46 to 54. Once more he, that is Jesus, visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, Yesterday, at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Then the father realised that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. This was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judea to Galilee. As a church, as part of a series of sermons, we're looking at several individuals in Scripture who encountered Jesus. Today we shall briefly consider the royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum, recorded for us by John in chapter 4 of his Gospel. Jesus is visiting Cana in Galilee. John reminds us that Cana has already been witness to an amazing, creative, miraculous sign where Jesus had turned the water into wine. So when Jesus steps foot into Cana's streets again, a certain nameless royal official wastes no time in seeking him out. This man hears that Jesus is near and seizes the opportunity to go to him. He did not ignore him, he did not reject him, he did not delay, he made his way to Jesus. Let me urge you who are listening today to make your way to Jesus. Do not ignore him, do not reject him, do not delay, for you do not know if you will get another chance. I tell you the truth, he is not far from you right now. He is close enough for you to speak to and to encounter for yourself. Now you may be very important or very influential or highly regarded like the royal official or you may not be. You may feel as though you are of little or no worth. You may feel disregarded, overlooked, bottom of the heap. But Jesus cares for each of us alike. He has time 
for you. Those who truly seek him shall find him. We are told the official's son lay sick at Capernaum, about 24 miles away by road from Cana. Jesus was this child's only hope and his father was not wanting to take no for an answer so he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. You see this man does not rely upon his connections with royalty to gain favour with Jesus, he goes straight to begging. He realises that he is helpless apart from Jesus. His son is close to death. This doesn't get much more serious or desperate. And despite Jesus' seeming brusque reply, unless you people see signs and wonders you will never believe, and the fact that this is right out of Jesus' way, about eight hours' walk away at best, here is a man who is at his most needy, and so he does not give up. Sir, come down before my child dies. He lays it on the line, bluntly, before Jesus. Now, it is at this point that we may think that Jesus might go along with him, travel the distance, enter the premises where the son lay sick and dying and make his son well. But instead, we see Jesus simply replying, go, your son will live. That was it. Just a few words. Were they dismissive words? Offhand words? Wishful thinking words? Or were they a few choice words of calm assurance? A few words of sure hope? A few words inviting faith? on the part of the Father to respond. How would you respond? How do you respond to Jesus' words as you hear them, as you read them for yourself? You can read Jesus' words any time you wish by opening your Bible. What happens next, as John describes the scene, gives us hope. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. The man took Jesus at his word. And how do we know he did? Well, he departed. He acted upon Jesus' words. I trust that my son will be made well because Jesus said he would, even rescued from the brink of death. A man may have thought all of my connections, all of my importance, all of my wealth, all possessions worth nothing to me in this moment. But those <coughs> few words 
that Jesus utters a pure gold. It reminds me of Psalm 12, verse 6. The words of the Lord are flawless, like gold refined seven times. And we read with joy how this man, while still on the way, was met by his servants with the news that his son is indeed living. And he learns that it was at the exact time, 1pm, or as the Greek puts it, the, the seventh hour, that Jesus spoke those words of power, that the fever that was trying to claim the life of the child left him. And so he and his whole household believed. May we be like that royal official who will come readily, perhaps desperately, to Jesus and call upon him, who see that he is the solution. He is the only one who is able to meet our greatest and deepest needs and that we take him at his word and to show that we do we act upon his word by faith and I trust that we shall see that his words even just a few words or even a single word from his lips has power to transform lives even stopping death in its tracks. Amen.
And now to close, a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.